Josh had a rant saved up, yes, so I want to hear this rant. rant. Uh, uh, so, so let's 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 um, in and that app and that aspect is. Go on. I he you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, what was it? Ah, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> what was going Man. on? I'm just looking at the meter the entire time, seeing what? the number two mic going up and up and up. Oh, really? <laughs> you breathing into the mic. Come oh, on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I was starting to laugh. I know. That's okay. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Uh-huh. I think even Josh laughs at himself now with that I one. Think we, I think we've used that one before. Yes, we have. I didn't have a chance to make a new he, one this week. Oh. So I mean, he literally we, mentioned that in the beginning that we're using an old intro. Yeah. Right. I... I, I Block the old part well, out. Well, because I even uh, said I it's heard... the Josh Ranch intro, and you were all yes. Well, yeah, I thought you that reacted was one. to it. No. Oh, okay. I, I can I can only make so many. I just keep adding on to the original one I have with all your other rants. Ah, that's how it goes. Boom. Anyway, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to another week of Use Your Words. I am Paul. Um, we have a slightly different sing arrangement this time. We switched it up. Yeah, I know. Finally, right? <laughs> so now you don't have yeah. to hear that to my left is Josh. Although if I do turn my back to the table, then Josh is still to my left. Uh, so it's all relativistic, I guess. You know, depending on which way you're saying I'm facing and which way you're saying I'm not facing. <laughs> he, he's trying to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> so for right now, oh my goodness, in the literal sense, Josh is to my right, Aaron's to my left. How's it going, guys? Yeah, hello, I'm fine. Aaron's, yeah. Aaron's what? Aaron, what am I? Did you say Aaron was to your right? I said Aaron's left. to my left, Josh is to my right. Oh my gosh, my ears are not working today. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> this will be a good one. This will be, um, I hope your ears are ready the rest of the day then. Get, uh, me too. Get me all too. the wax cleaned out, ready to go, ready <laughs> to listen. I, I actually don't have wax in my ears. I've always amazed the doctors when I was a kid. Nothing. New fact about Josh. He never has had wax in his ears. Had wax? <laughs> I mean, everybody's got some wax, but... You just said you don't. Well, some. Not like... <laughs> Anywho, let's continue on here, because Josh and Aaron are both locked in a staring contest for whatever reason. <laughs> um, today is going to be a little bit more serious of a topic. And when I say a little bit more serious, I mean we're taking on an order of magnitude from talking about music. That's a happy-go-lucky one or two maybe. To today, a nice little, hey, we're going to go straight over to the 8, 9, 10s. <laughs> 8, 9, 10s? Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, That's how seriousness. terrifying. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm not ready. I'm well, <laughs> your notes say otherwise, sir. <laughs> so... <laughs> The topic of the day, which I've kept secret up until now from the people listening, obviously not you two since you need to prepare for this. How should Christians interact and treat uh, the LGBTQIA plus community? That's, I don't even know what they all stand for. Lesbian, gay, bisexual. Transgender. uh, Q is either queer or questioning, depending on queer you ask. Okay. T, transgendered. I, Intersex, a what, asexual. What's intersex? Uh, I'd have to look it up again. Honestly, but, I don't know what that one is. But yeah, so there, there's a. Uh, Does the plus just stand for etc? 
Yeah, like there, there's a a wide variety in that. Mm. Okay. Uh, if <clears> you pull up the first link that I uh, in, inserted into my links, oh. it's actually a glossary of terms from ucdavis.edu. Who's oh. Um, and they have all this other stuff um, in there. So any of these terminologies that I'm referring to are all defined kind of in there. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So they define intersex for you. So they say intersex, uh, it's an adjective used to describe the experience of naturally, that is, without medical intervention, developing primary or secondary sex characteristics that do not fit neatly into society's definitions of male or female. Uh, it is an umbrella term, and there are around 20 variations of intersex that are included in this umbrella term per ucdavis.edu. Interesting. So, okay. All right. Now I know, I guess. Yeah, so that that's what that means. So Good to know. So, yeah, so this will be an interesting conversation, I hope. <laughs> um, now, the one thing I do want to say is we're not going to, at least today, we're not going to today – we're debate not going to today, <laughs> or, or yeah, we're not going to today. Uh, debate, discuss, examine: Are people born gay? Are people, you know, any of those things? You know, wh- Gosh, what's the yeah. origins of it? it? Was is it nature versus nurture? For today, I mean, let, we'll look. Let's look at society. There are people who identify as gay in that. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to take as the starting point. You know, we're we're not going to be. You know, was this a trauma? Was this genetic is this what that is a whole other set of conversations <laughs> and i didn't plan for this to be like a 20 parter <laughs> why not might as well might as get her done now just kidding no, i'm not ready <laughs> i say i, I think that. you might want to do a little more research on that first <laughs> yeah so absolutely i have a question to pose to question. both a question okay, a question that? to pose to both of you question a question yes so since we're today talking about how Christians should respond, how we should act. And I know the number one answer is going to be love them, okay? (laughs) I want to get beyond that answer. How do you get beyond that? We're going to make an assumption here. (sighs) Okay? Am I the subject? No, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, no? All right. I'm going to give you a hypothetical, and I want to hear how each of you respond. Josh, you go first. Cool. Okay. Why am I always going first? Is it so you can better your answer off of my answer? Is that what it is? Beauty before uh, age. Yeah. This is not beauty in the beta, guys. <laughs> okay. Anyways, question. Question, so question. Here's a, and again, I say this is a very hypothetical situation. Okay. You know who I am. You know me as on the worship team with you guys as a youth leader, blah, 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 blah. What if I came out and said just now, guys, I'm gay, but I'm going to stay single. What is, A, your initial responses, and B, should I continue being involved in those ministries? Now you're kicked out. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do, do, I, I, do I still have that. to go first? Or do you, no, no, you, you can you, go. I was you saying, you go. started it. You I'm, go fine. Yeah. I can fine. go okay. first, though. Oh. But you can go first, too. T- take it away, Josh. Um, Just <laughs> through society and how the church addresses topics i would be a little shock i'd be a little surprised but it's not going to be like i'm going to sit there and go i can't believe you did that you hurt my feelings or we we um there's a, a trust issue uh first thing i would say is you know have you dang I, i'm going the wrong way with it <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
do you want me to go while you can think, or do you want to just keep trying to go? Um, it's just gonna be editing for him right now. <laughs> I, I was starting to go. No, we're towards, keeping this. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I, I'm going to give my answer if one of you two did the same thing afterwards. Okay, but oh. I'm waiting for you two to okay. go first. So I would be surprised. Okay, because seeing how you are, um, seeing how you act with Aaron and I. And nothing would really cue any thoughts that you might have any desires um, uh, in in the same sex. Okay, I'm going to interject here. Okay, what if and, and and I'm and I'm saying this not as a hypothetical. I'm saying this part as reality. There are thousands of people in churches, not in the churches, who are fighting that fight in their own life. There are people who they think that to fight that, they should get married. So they get married to a woman to mm. try and to suppress that part of them. That makes sense. You know, again, we're not, we're not going to be talking about nurture versus nature, all that stuff. But, you know, I'm saying this is a reality that we have now. Mm-hmm. Okay? If someone out there does that where they get married, you could say the same thing about them. You'd be like, there's no indication because you yeah. don't know what's going on in their mind and their heart. Correct. So that I just wanted to throw that out there as well. There's multiple. It's not just how a person interacts or acts, because sometimes people are acting it in a way to try to maybe force a change of their own mind. But obviously, that's not always going to work. But go and, on. And no, that makes that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, and I agree with you on that because. Not everybody knows what goes on in someone's private life, you know, what the struggles they're dealing with. And by surprise, it's just I've known you for a long time. So if you came out and said that, I'd be like, oh, OK, you know, but it's not it's not going to it's not going to sit there and change my thought. You know, oh, you're you're less of a human for saying that um, or there's suddenly a wall that I have to put up. Um, I would still treat you as I've always treated you. Um, but. Okay, so that's yeah, that, I mean, that's our interpersonal relationship. Okay, and now if it's somebody that I don't know, yeah, that well, well, I've like, what if me and you just met a month ago, and we've only known each other a month? I have worked with people that are homosexual. Uh huh. I've gone to school with people who are homosexual. I mean, I've had other um, um, friends through the church. One in particular, you all know. Yep. And so it's it's almost becoming a norm. To where it's it's just okay. That's that's what you choose to do. That makes sense to you. So I'm not gonna sit there, especially that I'm a believer. I'm not gonna sit there and uh, f- you know, force anything on them. I'm gonna sit there and still be the person I've been before. I mean, how I see it is, if you knew the person before you knew something about them, why should you treat them any different? Regardless, Christian, non-Christian, uh-huh. I mean, you knew them a certain way. Now, granted, people do do things differently in the dark, and then they do in the light, you know, in front of people. But I mean, if you know somebody a certain way, and you hang out with them a lot or know them really well, chances are that what they're doing in the dark is not really who they are. And maybe it is sometimes. But you can't let that define how you treat someone, so I wouldn't let it define how I treat you. Okay, so interpersonal we kind of covered here. Now, me and you are youth group leaders. Uh, you know, we work with our teens. What would you say about that portion? Or, you know, and, and this is to get Aaron's juices flowing a little bit because I'm on the worship team with him as well. 
you know, how is that impacted then? What do you say to that? Again, you've known me for a while. I come here and I sit here and go this. It, in a Christian view, in, in the structure of a church, it's going to be looking at how you're handling it. If it's something you're fully embracing and something that you're, 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 you're not hiding a sense of where you're, you're boasting about it and you are laying with another man, that is when I would say, okay, Paul, you need to get your heart straight or we're taking you off. And if anything, I might say we should take you off mm-hmm. of any sort of staffing um, Vol- positions, volunteer, period. Volunteer, yeah. Um, now, if it was something to worry, like, guys, I've noticed this thing, and I know the Bible says it's wrong. It's, a, it's an abomination. But I, what, what do I do? How, how do I get out of it? That is where it shows to me that your heart has identified a temptation that has been put before you, and you are trying to resist the act of it, which is the sin. So that is where I would be more inclined to allow you to stay where you are, especially since you are trying to make the steps towards fighting the struggle. Okay, let me let me ask this so I, I'm clarifying this, A, for myself, uh, B, for Aaron, C, for people listening. <laughs> uh, when, when you say fighting this, are you talking about fighting that temptation of being attracted to a person of the same gender, or are you saying fighting where you don't continue sleeping with other people of the same gender or people in general, or are you saying fighting of something else? Well, when you say fighting the, that is the... So, okay, let me me give you an ABC scenario here, a little sub-scenario, okay? I know Aaron's like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Brain hurting yet? No. No, no, no. Um, So, okay, still the main scenario, I come out to you, okay? But Mm -hmm. I say, but I know that I shouldn't sleep with other guys, but I'm still attracted to other guys. What do you say in that? Should I stay on working with the youth group in worship teams or no? Uh, I'm trying to remember this phrase because I, I read it. It's not in my notes. It just popped into my head. Um, oh, no. <laughs> okay. You, you, okay, so everybody is different. Everybody's unique, right? Right. How I see it, we're all given different temptations. We're all given different interests, right? And an interest might not be wrong, okay? You know, you being thinking Aaron is a very good-looking guy, that's that's not wrong. I can look at Aaron and say he's a good-looking guy, okay? But it's, okay, stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's where it goes into because you have the temptation right. which tries to get you to commit the action. Right. And everybody's going to have temptations. Right. It's of trying to not do the action, which is the sin of it. So if I'm looking at Aaron, and let's say I was gay, I was looking at Aaron. Okay, that's you. Don't, you don't don't do that now. <laughs> you don't look lick your lips like that when he says <laughs> when I'm looking at you. Um, anyway, so if I'm looking at Aaron and I, I admit that he's a good looking guy, you know that's that's fine. But if I'm looking at him and I'm trying to think what else he might look like underneath his clothes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or or in other words, what I would do, yeah. then that is crossing the line into the sin because that is uh there's more lust involved and there um it's that is what I would say you would want to fight. Okay. Now at the same time you do want to fight, you want to eliminate temptation, but you can't always eliminate temptation. It is something that is I would say unique to one person. So back to my question. 
with so, that scenario, would I, uh, if you were in charge of staffing, would yes. I still be able to work with the youth group? As long as you were not laying with another man and you were trying to make it so that you were not, but in period that you were trying to honor the Lord by, you know, not just physically, but with your thoughts as well. Too. So, so when, when you say try not to, you're saying try to put the barriers in place, make it so that you are, are you saying not be tempted by other people, the same gender or it's, it's, ah, and, and, and I'm asking good questions. Question. You're, you're asking good questions. Um, this is why I did four and a half pages of research. <sighs> oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Um, like I said, the temptation can always be there. Yeah. You don't necessarily, it's, it's what do you do to set up so you don't go past temptation? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's what I'm getting at there is, you know, putting up the barriers or eliminating the things completely out of your life that might allow you to cross from temptation to sin. Okay. Because there's nothing stopping me from seeing a girl is seeing Amy and going, they're, they're both very beautiful, but it's, it's something else that crosses what? Name. Oh, name. Name. <laughs> I mean, um, you can always ask her if she cares or not. Yeah, that's true. If she doesn't care. Um, it's not, I, can, I can recognize two beautiful women, but it's another thing to allow my thoughts to go mm. somewhere else than just acknowledging the outside as Aaron is laughing about something. But okay. Yes. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So I don't need to present uh, B and C then because I think I know. Well, I. Yeah, so so if I was a youth leader, you're again you're in charge of staffing. I come out to you and tell you, and hey, here's Aaron, my boyfriend. Hello. So is this B and C? Yeah. So B is no, that would be B is this is Aaron, my boyfriend, and we're engaged to be married. What? I don't <laughs> so, see a ring on this finger yet. I can't afford one. You oh. do. <laughs> okay. Um, that would be a thing where it's like, all right, guys, are you serious? Or are you, you know, just, just, just you're yanking my chain? But if you're serious, yeah, that's when you would have, yeah, that's when you sit down and be like, okay, you guys are acknowledging you're Christians. You have been with the church for a long time, uh, and that's when I would kind of, I, I would take you guys through the whole rundown and make sure you guys understand what's going on. And if you guys didn't acknowledge that what was going on was wrong, that's when I would say, all right, I'm going to have to relieve you, um, okay. because then it's a hard thing. If your heart is for your own desires over what the Lord's desires are, then your heart is not for the Lord. All right. Well said. <clears throat> I think that's probably the... So now is it on to me? It's on to you. What, what, so right. what, what's your response to all this fun? <laughs> I'm just, oh, wow. I was starting to do it again. Anywho, uh, <laughs> just I guess going back to I remember the, our mutual friend who came out to us. Yeah. It's when I was having coffee with him, and he was he was he was talking to me and like, what was that? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, um, he just like threw it in there that like he was gay, and I was just like, at first I didn't. I thought he was just like saying that as an example, but then as he said it again and again, I was like, oh, okay. So then, I mean, I guess. Being in that position, it didn't. I didn't bother me, but then I guess yeah, it comes down to the point of well, okay, what are you going to dis? What are you going to decide to do? I guess from this point on, are you? And then I mean, he's done his stuff, you know, his research from I guess what he's 
come across. I don't remember anything of where he lies on stuff, but right. Um, I mean, going off of what Josh said, I mean, if it's the Bible says, you know, it's marriages between a man and a woman. So I don't know, but would I treat him differently? No, I would still, you know, treat him as I always did. And I did after he told me that, like, I wasn't, it wasn't awkward for me at all to get used to him. I get used to him. That sounds really bad. Yeah, that does sound that bad. That sounds <laughs> really bad. Getting used to n- getting knowing that he is homosexual like that didn't wasn't hard for me to be like, oh, okay. Because it's, I mean, what's his sin? How is his different from the sin that I have issues with? I mean, it's sin is sin. Right. So to me, it doesn't it doesn't make that kind of deal. So I mean, if you say yeah back to the hypothetical situation i come out to you yeah so for being gosh i mean a lot of it's kind of just what josh already said uh oh why did i do that okay um (laughs) probably didn't even get picked up anywho uh for being on the worship team i mean it'd be the same thing that's where okay i mean (laughs) uh the whole temptation part of it yeah i mean i have temptations Right. So there's no, I'm still on the worship team. Hopefully that's okay. I don't know. Shoot, maybe penalty his bit. Aaron, you're off. You're done. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, well, no. <laughs> I was laughing when Josh was starting to bring up the whole thing of you know if a girl walked in, I was thinking if a long, cool woman in a black dress came, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> of course. But I mean, no. I mean, if you are still, you know, if your heart is still after God and you you're following him. I don't see any issue with that at all because I mean your sin is the same equal thing as what I would struggle with. So there's really no reason why you would be limited mm-hmm. on what you can or cannot do. So, but then I mean when you talk about being a youth leader and uh I guess yeah, maybe there's a youth leader that's a dude in there that you just you got the hots for or whatever. That's where you'd have to maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I guess depending on, yeah, depending, you know, if that temptation comes there, but then as Josh said, you know, depending on where you go from having with that temptation, where you let that bring you is a big factor. Okay. Let's say you do something wrong. It's like, okay, maybe, maybe there's some sort of like little like, Hey, maybe you just need to take a break, you know, go over your work on, you know, your relationship with God and just, I guess, what would be right or wrong in this situation and come, bring it back. You'll come back as a leader again. I don't know. I feel like it's. Yeah, I'm hearing that. Kind of. Just continue on. Okay. Um, But I mean, well, for like me, when I dropped out of music for helping out with worship, because I wanted to do more my stuff. I wanted to do, Things I wanted to do. I wanted to go out and have fun, not worry about, I guess, any sort of consequences. And I mean, with like drinking and stuff like that, my heart was not, you know, eh, my heart was not on God during that time. And to be someone that is supposed to lead people in worship or, you know, bring people to Christ and teach them about Him, but when my heart's not there after, like, desiring Him, I should not be in that position to teach others when I'm not striving for it for myself. Mm-hmm. 
So at that point, I would step down, get away for get away for a while, and after I feel like I'm in the place where I can go back, then talk about it, see if you're allowed to go back. Well, I mean, talk to about it with who pass or whoever, whatever. Yeah, whoever's in ch- that you need to at the church. Yeah, and then be like, hey, so can I go back on or what? Then if you can, you're cool. Then you just go back at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, it's a lot of just what he said. Second time through. Second time through? Yeah. But I was uh, also <laughs> bounce off that when you were mentioning <clears throat> how you had coffee with a, a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, back before he went off to college, before he had, you know, you know, confessed that he felt like he had a struggle that he's been hiding for years, he was my accountability partner. Uh-huh. So that kind of threw me for a little loop, but, at, I mean, it, the loop wasn't, like I said before, it's not like there's a loss of trust, there's this and that. He definitely did, and this is going off what I said before about, you know, you know people and how they act, you can kind of see. He definitely did have a, a slight feminine flair to his personality. Um, I guess I never... You never noticed that? I mean, Anyways, the only thing I knew about him was all the girls would make comments on how nicely he dressed. And that was, you know, more of a, I don't know, yeah, but, girly thing. But, but all the girls make comment about how nice Brewer's hair is, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> what? In high school, yes. <laughs> okay. But recently. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyways, but so for a few years, he was my accountability partner. And it definitely makes sense when you say, you know, somebody growing up having this thing and not wanting to identify it as a struggle, they keep hushing it down into the corner and covering it up and trying to put things in place to distract them from from that thing. So, as you were saying before, Paul, so I've actually had that experience with somebody who was like that, and it was in college, that he finally came to the point and said, I've had this desire for so long mm-hmm. there's something different about me than there than the rest of the guys that i know um so yeah, that makes sense but at the same time one thing that the church does have a struggle with is sexuality in a whole yeah i agree I they do. don't it's almost like something to where and almost like the way that they present it, in my mind, and how I see it, you know, being, you know, fellowship, grace, listening to other podcasts and, and stuff like that, it's almost like the church, when it comes to somebody struggling with sexuality, if it's hetero or homo, um, it's it's one of those, okay, we gotta, we gotta, like, like, it's an emergency. Like, they, 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 they either don't talk about it at all on Sundays, and when they find out about it within the church, it's like an emergency, like, we gotta get this, you know, taken care of now, you know, and, I mean... It's oh, one of those, okay. yes. it's, it's, it's not accepted and it's always hushed down, you know, and how the church sees it is if you come out and you've struggled with pornography or had an affair or, uh, admit that you're homosexual, it's like, whoa, well, let's, I mean, let, let's be fair though. Let, let's be honest in this discussion. Someone who comes out and says that they struggle with uh, pornography or they've had an affair traditionally, and I'm being honest here, have been treated way better than people in the past who have come out and said that they're gay. True. True. I was trying to find, like, I guess stories like that, but I couldn't come across any. I don't know where I went wrong with looking, but... Because um, I've always hear about that, but it's like, I don't really ever now, see anything. Now, in recent years, it's gotten better across the board. Okay. But I, I, in in recent years, it's not perfect, yes, but... Uh, 
But for the most part, you know, it's, oh, so-and-so struggles with porn. Okay, they could continue being a pastor. So-and-so is gay. Oh. They're excommunicated from the church. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and and well, that's, that's, yeah, this is where I'm going with the next is we were created to be sexual beings. Yeah. We were. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. The only time it's wrong is when it goes in the wrong direction, no matter if it's homo or if it's hetero. Okay. They both yeah. have their, their wrong spots and they both are temptations for different people. Okay. So for the church, the fact that God created us being very, uh, you know, sexual creatures, the fact that they really don't bring it up at all, um, and likewise, they don't provide good outlets for people, it, it creates this friction. I, and, not, and not just a friction, but it's create, it, it's, it creates this gap. Now, like you said, the gap is, you know, closing in more and more and more, but there's still a big gap to where it's like, People don't want to jump to the other side to help out because the gap is so big. There's not like a bridge to allow people to cross through to be able to find that the help they need. Right. So, I mean, that's – I'm always saying I was listening to a podcast on a um, uh, uh, a pastor who had struggled with, you know, pornography. You know, and this isn't, you know, homosexual, but he was – he had a right. wife and kids. And he had struggled for it for 17 years. And it's not like a daily struggle, but it was an every few months struggle. And he said his issue was is as a pastor, it's like if you struggle with anything, it's almost like, all right, you, you need to step down. Right. He's, and he says the biggest struggle is I am just like anybody else in that congregation. I have a higher responsibility to make sure that I'm doing what is right, which is true because I am leading. But he says – I'm just like everybody else, and it's really hard for pastors specifically to find help because they're supposed to be that picture-perfect, you know, a servant of God. Yeah, it's all too often we hold, uh, especially pastors in that, on a pedestal, and mm-hmm. they make one little error. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then people just go up in arms. Yeah, but, you know, but I, I think what you're talking to, you know, let's say that same person, you know, that we know. Okay, that came out to you, this gay that was your accountability partner. Okay, let's say instead of saying that, he came out and said, "I struggle with porn." All of a sudden, our brain immediately jumps to a whole different conversation. Even our immediate responses are different, and how we react to it, we and, immediately treat one, even subconsciously, different than the other. And and I would have to say that is a fault of the church, and I agree mm-hmm. because so a family member. That I'm close to, I was um, acknowledging the fact that I had some friends that were gay and stuff, and they were like, "What? They go to church?" <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wow. I, I'm just sitting there, kind of confused, because whenever I would bring it up, you know, if I have a coworker that was gay, or if I had a uh, a friend at church that was gay, or someone from school, they would always yeah. be like on the defensive, as if like that person was like contagious, and it, it just it's like. Why are you acting like this? There's no reason to act like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the difference? Because like you said, someone someone who struggles with pornography, okay? The porn industry generates billions of dollars every year. Yeah. And all it takes is somebody or somebody to get caught with pornography and their career is over. Yet all of America publicizes sexuality in all places. But when it comes to someone who is saying they're, you know, homosexual it's like even worse than that 
it's it's just like you're saying. There's this 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 different. They're, they're the same thing, pretty much. Same struggle, just pointed at a, a, a different type of a different gender. Yeah, that's 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 the only difference. He's, so he's, why should they be treated any different? And that's what I agree. And so when I was talking to this person in my family, I'm like, there is no difference. Right. So why do you have this difference of opinion? Why do you have this difference of action? And that is just a sign of the church and its inability to help people understand the the, the position of sin. All right. So with, with that being said, Aaron, I have a question for you. What? So <clears throat> let, let's remove the previous hypothetical. I, previous hypothetical okay. is gone. gone. I'm, I'm back to being straight. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no. Now I'm game. No. Oh. No. Okay, <laughs> so and Paul usually uses me in the hypotheticals, so that's why I always. Well, jump no, in no, guys. no. I, well, I, yeah, we did have a yeah. quote unquote history, apparently. So you guys can get into that if you want. <laughs> Careful. Careful. <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode. Okay, or a, I'll just hold, a different. I'll one. hold you to that on the next one, Josh. Way okay, to go. all right. Way to go. Anywho, question. My question then. Okay, so in light of this conversation, okay, mm-hmm. the hypothetical. I'm back to being straight. Yes. Okay. Well, not hypothetical. I'm actually <laughs> <laughs> Erase the hypothetical. Which one was? Which one was it now? <laughs> okay. So now we're going with a new hypothetical. Okay. okay. New hypothetical. Okay. I'm, I'm still on the worship team, still leader, youth group leader and all that, right? Yeah. But you catch me in a series of lies mm. and find out through however you find out. Don't care about how you find out. Okay. Mm. You find out I'm sleeping around with like five different women. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Good game. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. As some people would say. <laughs> wow. Okay. That wasn't the response I was expecting. No, that's not the actual response. Um, what would you do in that regard as Ooh. far as continuing to be a leader or not be a leader on those various platforms? It's. So I'm either taking you on or leaving you. I'm leaving so you on or taking you, you off. You're, you're in charge of staffing, okay? Yeah. I am currently serving on your worship team and yeah. as a youth leader. Yep. You find out about this, and you are able to verify it, yeah. and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt it's 100% true. Adios. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I, I guess, again, going back to what I said earlier, um, well, uh, take you off for a while see how you're doing later on and if you room go on move that kind of stuff you know out of your life or you're bettering yourself of it okay then i'd be like hey we can talk about having you back on and coming back up and doing this stuff i mean because i don't know why it is for me but like yeah again it goes i guess it goes on how i find out about you because uh-huh. like if I've asked you about stuff, and you be like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, and then I find out that none of that just irks me like no other. Okay, that I don't know why that stuff just like gets under my skin, but it does. It just does. Does yeah. it? Okay. Yes. You are a very honest guy. Like, yeah. you like it when people are honest with you. Like, I it, do. like, like, like if you guys want to score brownie points with Aaron, you just <laughs> you just be honest with them. <laughs> Like he automatically just is like, oh, I like you even more now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so no, I mean, yeah, I would be like, sorry, but gotta take you off, especially if you're not looking at, you know, like, well, it would be correcting, well, not correcting. Uh, well, yeah. What? 
you know, changing your ways. Okay. Getting away from all that nastiness. Nastiness. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Josh, I'm removing that hypothetical. I'm changing the hypothetical on you. <laughs> Wait, the one that you just gave me? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's not gay? No. Yes. No. 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 New hypothetical. Completely new hypothetical here. Again, this is just I'm trying to get some nuances here of this conversation. Uh-huh. And I like this. Okay. Go. The next hypothetical. Me and you are talking. Uh-huh. Let's say we're at a coffee shop. Anywhere. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We could be drinking coffee, we could be having a beer, whatever. And I look you in the eye. There's no gayness involved, by the way. Oh. Uh-huh. And I go, Josh. I regularly binge on 15 hours of porn. Go. Same scenario of you're in charge of staffing of youth group leaders and... Binge on 15 hours of porn. Dirty guy. A day. (laughs) (laughs) I have no job, apparently. (laughs) 15 hours was the first number that came to my head for some reason. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot. That is a chunk of time. (laughs) Okay. Let's not go 15, because I, I don't know where 15 came from. Uh, let's go two to three a day. Okay. Um, same, same. I, it would honestly be the same thing. Okay, no, as, I, I'm not, not worried about the surprise portion. No, no, not the surprise okay. portion. No, I'm just saying it would, it, how to go about it would be the same thing. That what you said earlier or what I just said or what we basically all just repeated? So what I said <laughs> last week from what I said two months, no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. No, so it'd be, it'd be the same thing. Where, where's your heart? Now, I am much more... I think we know where my heart is at that point. Well, yes. <laughs> Again, it's, you know, the first question is going to be, where is your heart? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do more? Do you want to serve yourself or you want to serve the Lord? I mean, that's going to be oh, the, the first... And, and if I go, I don't see anything wrong with it. Then that's when I would go, okay... Um, now, granted, I'm not in a staffing position. I don't know how to properly well, again, go about it. But I mean, I'm, I'm not asking to, you to go the proper way. I'm saying, what would you do? At that point, I would say, well, there is something wrong with it. You are claiming to be a Christian, and it is wrong in the eyes of the Lord. And therefore, since you do not see that it is wrong and you have no uh, desire to change, I will be taking you off. But here's where I'm different. In both the homo and the hetero, no matter what the temptation is, If you were to come to me and acknowledge your struggle and say, I need help, I am more apt to allow you to stay on because I know that in your heart, you want it to be different. Mm. And if I find out on the side, I'm more likely to say, all right, you're you're getting a break. Because the, the whole thing with the fellowshipping part is to be a stronger Christian, you have to confess to each other. You got to bear the weight on each other's shoulders, and that's how we, we become stronger. So that's where I'm not going to say, no, you have to get off. I'm going to say, okay, maybe not play Sundays, but you can still practice with us. You can still be around us. You can still be involved with us. Interesting. If you tell me, now if you don't tell me and I find out, that's when I say, okay, we're going to have to. Because I know where your heart is at that point when you tell me. Um, now you could tell me, like you just said, and say, I see nothing wrong with it. But it, again, it's, it's kind of where the heart is. I mean, let me guess. You're about to say, well, what if I lied to where my heart was? No, 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 no. I got another scenario. Go on. Uh-oh. Um, but no, that's just, that's how I see it. And the one thing, I don't know what verse this is, but, um, treat one as you wish to be treated. 
I know if I confess something, I wouldn't want to be still a part. I would acknowledge that I would not deserve to be completely involved uh, because I am struggling with something. But I know that by me confessing, I allow the chance for someone else to confess. And by allowing someone else to confess, they allow, they could possibly allow someone else. And so it, it just, it's this, it could turn into this nice roll that starts going down the hill to where everybody's shoulders, it's, it's more of a community thing is how I see it. Okay. If that makes sense. I was just confused about letting them practice still not play. That threw me, I guess, off. The idea is to keep them involved with it, but then they're not. They're not Which in the le- leading position. I guess I'm more I'm more on the pr- other person's side. It's like, why would I go to practice if I can't even play? But see, at, at that but point, it's yeah. not the purpose is not. <laughs> no, you know, it's to still be involved, still be connected, still be in fellowship mm-hmm. with other Christians. We just are letting you step down from leadership position for a little bit, just to really identify where you are and where you want to be. Yeah, and that's oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. And, and that and that going forward goes with pretty much any struggle. Okay. I mean, now if I sit there and go, so Aaron, we've noticed you've been uh, struggling with video games. You put a lot of hours. You 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 really commit to them. Um, do you think you might be struggling with uh, uh, idolatry? Same thing with that too. Same thing with that. And yet, you know, our reactions for idolatry is going to be a lot less than it, than it would be with a sexual struggle. You know, because we're going to be like, ah, it's just an object. It's not yeah. another being. Um, but I would have the same response in that situation too. Yeah, and I, I, I think That's good. I think in the church we have done that, where we say sin is sin, but, but we don't act out that we don't act that out exactly. We we categorize certain things as which you like. It's almost like a hierarchy, you know. If you think of, if you think about it, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, same sex relations is like this high, like crazy thing you don't do, but below that. It's like, you know, the people are sleeping around or watching porn. And then mm-hmm. below that, it's like idolatry. Below that, yeah. it's people who don't lie. Which, or... Yeah. And to a point, I almost feel like, I feel like some some of the sins can damage the person more than others can. Oh, yeah. So I can see yes. why they're taken more seriously and, in other ways. And, and, and just as a human nature, we tend to do that period with things. Regardless. Yeah. We yeah. Ch- I mean, why do we have different, you know, sentencing times for, you know, consequences for criminals that do certain things? And I was going to say, going off, you know, um, just just naturally, yeah. it's, I believe that structure is just come from a level of what we declare being important. And not necessarily just what we find being um, uh, more damaging or less, because committing, you know, you know idolatry can almost have if not have more of a damage uh of a damage done on a marriage as an affair would because you are placing your interest and focus on the wrong things so i think it's i think society and the church over time has molded in because period jesus died on the cross his blood was shed okay he was the perfect lamb he was the perfect human okay so no matter what sin it is, it is all at least equal to one drop of his blood, his pure blood. So with that being said, it's just something I think that is just molded over time through the church and society where we just, this is what we see as being 
bad, and it's something that we need to break and make it all on the same playing field. Mm. Okay. All right. I still have a next question. Either one of you can go first here. All right. What's and, 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 and this one, again, uh, all previous scenarios are wiped clean. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. All previous scenarios wiped clean. New scenario. Please tell me Johnson's in on this one. No. <laughs> you can be if you want. All right, put me in. Wait, wait, what about oh, what happens? He's eager. All right, so then I guess I'm asking you this question, Johnson. Okay. You, so here, I'm going to set up the scenario, okay? John, uh, I almost called him Johnson Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> wow. We, uh, the name should be Bronson. Anyway, uh, Josh, like Josh here, he, how old are you again, Josh? You're 22? 22. I'm 28. No, you're 22. You're, why are you lying? Okay. So in this scenario, Josh is a 22-year-old gay male married to his partner for See, a few y'all, years. Y'all yell at me when I do it. <laughs> okay, so I don't know married, what he's talking about. <laughs> he's married to a what? His partner. So, you know, a man. Oh, okay. So he's been, okay. He's been married for- I thought, I thought for some reason I was expecting the word a mule. I don't know why. Married to a mule. <laughs> that's bestiality, man. Yeah, that's another. That's, yeah, that's not this. Uh, so those are not the same thing, period. Anyway, he's been married to his husband for three years. So Josh has been married to his husband for three years. Okay. One Sunday, he comes to your church. Okay. So hey. he's from an unchurched background. Okay. Yeah. So Josh and his husband, unchurched background, he comes to your church. Whatever happened that Sunday, the message really got to him and he started investigating scripture. He then decides, you know what? I need to be saved. Uh huh. You're in this church. Okay. And he, you have struck up a friendship with him. You know, you're just friends with him. Yeah. He now tells you he's saved. What is your response? How do you react? And uh, what? And he has a question for you about what, what he should he do? do with his husband. <laughs> that is good. <sighs> and, well, and, and I'm saying this as obviously all three of us are straight, so yeah, you, you know our perspective is going to be cut. But what is the? How would you respond to this, man? Well, hey, assuming let's let's assume even something. You're an elder in the church. I'm an elder, wow. Or or a deacon for those that have deacons. Well, but, I don't have kids, and I don't have a family. To, uh, you could be a single deacon. They asked me to be a deacon, and I declined. No. <laughs> anyway. I'm not sober-minded. I'm just kidding. No, that's true. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Anywho, um, uh, so well, this I, this happened. What What is your I response? Mean, How are you going to respond to this? Excited, happy for him. Like, congrats, sick. Okay. Woo. Now, Sick as in what? Like good. Sick as in good. Great. Just but, clarifying. But he's asking, uh, but what now should he do? You have to make some tough decisions. Yeah. Now, what sh- what should he do about his husband? Bye bye. But we bye. just we we just bought a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home. Oops. We just planned a three week vacation to the Bahamas Oof. and to Mexico and then Cuba this weekend. Ah oh, man. There, there's there's consequences. That's rough. But why should I split my life, something that I've worked so hard for? Why should I? I mean, you get consequences. There's uh, consequences. Uh, assuming they're faithful, monogamous, mm-hmm. loving, yeah. committed husband units. Yeah, but 
I mean, <laughs> that's husband <laughs> units. I don't know if that's right phrasing. I don't. We've, we've, we've even looked at adopting heard. children. Aww. I'm just making this very hard for you. Not, I mean, not really. Actually, you, you, just actually, you were throwing in all the stuff I was going to throw in. So, oh, cool. So, what do I do? <laughs> why, why should I? Why? why what are the consequences? You, well, do you want to follow Christ, or do you want to keep your own comforts and the things that make you happy? Both. Okay, well then, Christ will make you happy. You don't need this man in your life to make you happy. So you're saying he should be um, doomed to a life of singleness? That's what we were all saying earlier. But why? Why should I? You said it earlier. <laughs> I'm acting. I'm acting. I know you're I'm trying to be the, the triggering one. I'm, I'm the I'm the triggering one. You're trying to make me triggered. No, I'm just I'm just putting stuff out there. I'm just curious as he, how you're he's respond. actually he's actually role playing very well right now. So dude. Um he's he's I'm getting a call. <laughs> he, he's role playing right now as the gay man. He's doing a well yeah. job, so I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let him. Thank you. <laughs> Must be some experience in this. So you're telling me I need to be single for the rest of the life and I can never <laughs> love someone again. You can't not love I would love you even though you're gay. Then what is love? God is love. So, okay. So you're telling him he has to go home every night to an empty house by himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If that's if he if if he can't find an attraction in a woman or well, if it's a woman if she can't find attraction in a man or vice versa, then yeah. Okay. Well, you can hey, have a hey, roommate, hey, I hey. guess. I got I got something. He's gonna You could have a roommate. So, but well, I mean, I have a roommate. So let's say I I sell this house. I break up with my husband. We don't get kids. Don't go on this nice long vacation we have planned. You say um, stop. Uh, as I say, what if his husband's his roommate? I know. And see, that's where I was going to get. I was like, shoot. Well, it depends on what you do with said roommate. Okay. Just make a charm. Um, Clarifying, yeah. because I'm yeah. not going to let you <laughs> walk through the easy ones. <laughs> so you're telling me to live a life for God, I need to... Not have any sexual relations with the only thing I've always found myself attracted to, which is men. I've never been attracted yeah. to a woman. So you're telling me, I, and I can't look at pornography. Because por- pornography is wrong too, right? Well, yeah. So what am I supposed to do? What do you mean what are you supposed to do? So I'm supposed to live you a find... life of loneliness to serve God. Yeah, because he is your joy, your real you know, happiness kind of thing. And this is where I'm going to cut out of the role playing. I actually had a conversation with the guy at work on this topic. Well, man, no, I didn't get to continue what I oh, was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Back to role playing. Really? No. It, oh, my gosh. He, this is stupid. He does Ball. that transition way too well. <laughs> I hope um, whomever he gets engaged to at some point hears that about how well he transitions to that. Maybe there's a reason I'm still a part of this. I'm, try, I'm, try, anyway, I'm trying to on. see. I'm trying to see if you're going to say something. Oh well, because no, the the only the other part I was going to add. Let's say it was me, and I have this interest in a girl, and I just got married to some girl. Ooh, yay, huzzah! And she's not a Christian, but I become a Christian. She wants to have nothing to do with it. What do I do then? Oh, that one's easy. Yeah. What? Well. You so you let me rephrase this to make sure I got this correct, okay? You got married to a girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Afterwards, you became a Christian. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
and she doesn't want anything to do with it. Nope. You've done nothing wrong. You stay married. You've done nothing wrong. Do I? Yes. You can. Oh. Now, if she starts dragging you down the hall and pulls you away from uh, your relationship with God, then that is something you... Huh? Would you say divorce her? I'm going to say divorce. See, the, the, the well, marriage, no, marriage yes. is a covenant, right? Yes. And the idea it's... is to preserve it and prolong it as long as possible unless one side makes it impossible to stay together. Right. I say is it what's it's uh well cheating and I, I wouldn't even say abuse? Uh, that stuff you can actually come back from too. Well you can, but what if it never stops? But it doesn't stop after you sought help. That is when I would definitely consider allowing anybody to get a divorce. Because I thought if you were mar- being cheated on in a marriage, that was also a reason that to I'm not so 100%. No. no, it can be. What I'm saying is you can come back from something like that. You can cheat on someone in a oh, relationship yeah. and be able to recover from it. Yeah. Um, there yeah. are plenty of men oh, who have crossed that line because it's just it's, it's this thing of temptation. And they've yeah. gone so far with the temptation without seeking help. Um, but your scenario, yeah. Not, yeah. not picking on you. Is a lot easier to deal with than my scenario. For example, if you did divorce your wife, you're still attracted to women, and God says there's nothing wrong with being attracted to a woman. No, so you well, therefore could get, and therefore you could get It'd remarried. It'd be easy to find some. Well, not yeah. easy, but, but the biggest. I think the biggest thing is when it comes to homosexuality and um, people who deal with that. Society in the past has outcasted them. Yeah. Right? You know, church has outcasted them. You know, bisexual, uh, transgender, anything that is not what we declare being normal, mm-hmm. the people have been outcasted. And that's and the last thing the church should be doing. Exactly. We are called to love people. Now, yes. where I'm going with this is how my mind sees it. And I'm talking to a guy at work who is very, I, I don't want to say left. He's not left wing. He's a very... He's against a lot of what the church says just because he feels like the church is too constrictive on someone's life and their ability to live the way they want to. Now, okay. I'm just giving a background on that guy quick. But the thing I see being the biggest struggle is telling somebody who's always found an interest in the same sex that in order to do the right thing, they can't be with anybody for the rest of their life. And for most people that go from a non-Christian home, their life has always been trying to find identity. Because what do we Christians do? We find our identity in Christ and the absolute truth. That is how we identify ourselves. Right. For somebody who doesn't have that, they're trying to find identity in themselves in different ways and the things around them. So for to tell them that what they've been seeking for in their own identity, they need to get rid of and to live this life without what they've grown up thinking they could always have, that is a very big and hard change for a lot of people. Yeah, because they have to change what they find their identity in. Uh, Again, going back to the case of Josh being the gay guy who's married to his husband, you know, he has to change his identity from that of uh, a gay man to a Christian. Instead of finding his identity in the gay community, all Mm -hmm. that entails, and obviously I don't know everything in that because I— don't spend time in there um, to finding his identity in Christ. That's a, that's a huge switch. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've had traditionally in the church those conversations properly where we just, unfortunately, you see this because you see this. I've even seen this, okay? I've seen this where 
I'd be walking somewhere with some coworkers at a conference, and there's you know the traditional guy on the corner preaching or whatever, and he's just yelling, "All the gays going to hell, all this going to hell," mm. you know, and I'm I'm embarrassed by that. The guy right. isn't talking anything about love, and he's a quote unquote street preacher. Instead, what he's saying is everything that all these people identify, they're going to hell. Now, when you say something that you identify, your core belief, like I have, let's, okay, let's say Aaron identifies musician. Yeah. If I say all musicians are evil druggies, I'm not attacking uh, Aaron per se. You're attacking the whole thing. Well, whole not, not even thing. that. I'm attacking how he identifies. I'm attacking where he finds his identity, his guidance, his truth, his friends, his belonging. I'm not just attacking him. And I think that's where we have failed in the church is where we don't get to know people. We yeah. instead apply a label mm-hmm. and then say, based on this label, this is how I'm going to treat you. Whoa. So and I, I, look, yeah. I look at it, you know, that's I think where a lot of the problem comes from. So one of the guys that I was reading up on, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Uh, his name is Christopher Yuan. Aaron's shaking his head yes. What? Go on. No, no, no. What? Okay. So Christopher Yuan. Have you heard of him? The name does sound familiar, but I don't know. Josh, have you heard of Christopher Yuan? Um, doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Uh, so let me give you a quick story about him. Okay. And then I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you where this is going. Christopher Yuan, um, of Oriental, you know, East, you know, Chinese or Japanese. I'm not exactly 100 percent sure. It's something from you know the East. Um, his parents and that immigrated over here to U.S. Uh, he, as a young teen slash young adult, identified as gay. Uh, let me rephrase that. He identifies as gay. He still does. Okay, or same sex sex attraction, as he says it. Um, drug dealer, etc when he was younger, got thrown in jail, was given a Bible, started reading it and, you know, came to Christ and started realizing, oh, I need a change. He then, you know, went and studied at Moody, now teaches at Moody, actually. Uh-huh. But yet he freely admits that he is still attracted to guys. And yet Moody still allowed him on the staff because he doesn't act on it. Okay. Right. So he defined, he wrote a book recently, uh, but one of the things that, caught my eye one of his little quotes is he doesn't call people to especially when he gives his lectures in class because he lectures about um how the church should interact with gay people all the time but he doesn't call people to say you should be straight or you should be this or you should be that he says no what you should be is you should be holy sexual and not holy like Mm. w-h-o-l-y holy as an h-o-l-y like holy set apart And he says, holy sexuality consists of two paths, chastity and singleness and faithfulness in marriage, marriage being defined as between a man and a woman. I did read that. So, you know, he he is a guy who is living that out, you know, even though it is hard for him. But he does bring up a very good point. A lot of churches these days are very geared towards couples and not singles. Really? Well, think about it. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> you know, a lot of, there's, you know, the couples retreats, the couples this, the couples that, you know, whatever. There's I not a lot of. Here, I don't hear much about anything like that. Well, yeah, uh, here, but I a lot hear. a lot of churches. I've I've heard it. 
Um, the, and there's a I, lot of activities for the couples, yeah, but not a lot of singles. And it's almost in some <laughs> churches where it's kind of like looked up, down upon if you're single, oh. you know. And so we're asking these people who maybe want to be holy, who want to live and follow after Christ, who want to do this, but we're saying you now must be single for the rest of your life, and yet our churches aren't always geared up to help single people. Hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. Because we're saying you should be do this, but, but we're not going to offer you support. Right. That's, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say there's the single events on Saturday nights at uh, this church up yonder or <laughs> north that might. My, my but, mother mentions to me, to but go. but even those events, yeah, are meant to pair you off and get you, you married. <laughs> they're not. They're not necessarily yeah, meant to just. No, it's not just to hang out with single people. It's like, oh, hey, mix and match. Hey, it, it's not. Like? It's not to minister who to those single people. You? you know, we're all human, yes, but what I go through is a lot different than what a married person goes through. I go home to me and my dog. Woof woof. You know? Good old Porthos. Yeah. You know, married people go home, you know, to their spouse and they have that built in support system right at home, typically. Okay. Yeah. I- I'm talking about a healthy marriage. I have my dog. Doggo. Okay. <laughs> there is a reason there is a lot of depression in that in single people. <laughs> right. <laughs> and unfortunately, I, I-, I think, I- especially. On social media, you see that there's a lot of people complaining that the church doesn't support singles. Singles. Ugh. And that's a whole other problem. But that that wasn't the whole point of this conversation today. Mm-hmm. But no. you know that that was a piece of it that we had. Um. That's. Yeah. No, I agree because I mean I've heard of some uh, singles. You know, it, it, there's young couples churches. In Milwaukee, there's, um, you know, single churches, but like you said, they're all geared to allow you to find someone within um, the, the body of the church to to live your life with. And some people, their plan isn't to get married, and there's not enough support. So I 100% agree. Um, but at the same time, society, the media, I think, is a real big piece of poison um and by that i mean is it projects it pulls things up from the past it projects things out continuously so the church isn't doing a good enough support but then the media is pushing these ideals even farther down and like i was saying before people are more way more than their sexuality your sexuality does not define you even 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 if you're not christian and you're just listening to the podcast your sexuality does not define you. There's way more out there that you will find interest in that can help, you know, show what kind of person you are. But yet society says your sexuality is your identity. Mm-hmm. And I, I've worked with guys who are gay. I've, I've, I've worked with um, guys who are dating guys. And what usually comes out of their mouth revolves around their sexuality. Yep. Not much else. And it's sad to see that, that, that it's like, you know, this culture, the American culture has, you know, 
not only caused women to feel like they have to look a certain way, but it's caused everybody in general to feel like they have to identify a certain way. Um, and if you don't agree, even in the slightest bit, you are the one that needs to be outcast. Um, so there's a whole lot of change that needs to happen, not only in the church, but in society as well, in my opinion. Yeah, that that's a fair assessment. Uh, it really is. And I, I think until we get to that point where people don't necessarily identify by their sexuality, instead identify by other things— you know, the things that they see as core to their beliefs. When they start seeing that, when people stop identifying their sexuality as their core identity, what do they then replace that with? That becomes the big thing. For Christians, okay, that's easy. But for the non-Christian, what is that? You know, what do they replace that? Maybe it's a musician because maybe they're very highly involved in music you know, or nerd culture or whatever. But I mean, you have, being defined by your sexuality isn't necessarily the whole thing. No. And I think one of the other issues is, um, actually not issue, it just seems to be something that's a common trait with millennials is more millennials are not settling down. They're, they're going places, they're traveling, they're not buying expensive houses. They want to do experiences. So you, I just branching off, you know, I think a way that I think too too much of the time people are finding themselves um, being stuck to one thing, and therefore they're identi- identifying with one thing. I don't I don't think there's enough of I don't think there's enough versatility in which people expose themselves to to see what else they might like out there or or other things that they might um, choose to identify with. Um, so you know, motorcycles, you know the, the the toy industry, the big toys, in a sense, have just been taking hits over the years because younger people are not, you know, buying anything. Nobody's getting into to fishing and, but I mean, there are people getting into all sorts of stuff, but not like it used to be. You know, kids aren't buying ATVs and motorcycles, you know, or boats or, or campers and, and stuff. So somebody might really like camping, but they live in a city. So they've never really been exposed to the idea of camping. So you have these these things. Yeah, it just comes down to a, a lack of versatility in people's um, uh, exposure to create different interests. Okay. I think. What about you, Aaron? Got nothing. You're quiet. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have a couple more. These are short questions. These are simple. Yes. No. Don't oh. need exposition questions. All right. Uh, these are like kind of like. What would you do? Type questions. Okay. Okay. So before I get into that, uh, assume we're going to make an assumption again. I'm gay again, according to this assumption. This is a hypothetical. This is not reality. Hypothetical. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you both this. I'm going to ask the question. I want both of you to answer yes, no. Okay. Fair enough. See? Maybe. It's no maybes. No maybes. Okay. And Ooh. for this, for this, for this scenario, assume I'm not Christian. Okay. Okay. So scenario one, I pull out a piece of paper. I give it to you both. I'd like you both to come to my wedding next week. Ah, uh, yes. I've been asked that question before. Um. Uh, why do you guys say that? I've been I've I've been asked that question before, and I have 
responded. Now, I haven't been asked directly by by someone who is homosexual to be or same-sex attracted to go to their wedding. But I've had somebody ask me, well, what happens when they ask you yeah. if they do? And I have said I would have to kindly say no. Okay. Aaron? See, I've always been on the side of saying no. And my question I've never asked. Okay, ask it. Is by going to it, does that mean you support it? Oh, don't get ahead of me. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Why are we getting into these questions? And for those who are listening, it's, it's... when I say no, like it's, it's not like I say it with ease. I, Marriage is a happy thing; it really is. So when I say no, yeah. um, it's like kind of aching inside to say no, but it is something that I should say no to. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're gonna circle back to all these okay. in just a moment. Okay. All right. All right. So, so you can do more expose, expose on all of them. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. So that that was the first one. All right, round two. Yeah, round two. He's had plenty of time to prep this day. Yes, I have. <laughs> well, it it doesn't hurt that I have family members that are gay. That's, that's true. So it's not like this is my first rodeo with these questions and thoughts and okay. things as well. Uh, so round two, I call. Obviously, I can't call you both at once. I call each of you individually, okay? You uh-huh. know, I call you. You could do a group call. Well, no, no, no. So I'm I'm good friends with whichever one I'm calling. Okay. So again, so I, it, so when I'm talking to you, Aaron, I'm good friends with you. I'm yeah, call, yeah, talking yeah, to Josh. Yeah, I'm good yeah, friends with yeah. Josh. I call you and I say, I think the guy I was with might have given me an STD. Will you come with me to the clinic? Oh, I, to get this, tested. I'm scared, Aaron. I mean, I guess I, I. Personally, don't see anything wrong with that. So I guess I would go. Okay, Josh. Yeah, I agree. I would go too. Okay. At that point, you're just looking for somebody to be there with you to make you feel comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a twist. Continue. For, no, there's no twist. Oh, okay. There's cool. no twist. That's fine. If there was a twist, I would have already revealed the twist. There's no twist. In, in some of these scenarios, I'm asking, like the STD one. Yeah. I've had to do deal with. Oh, with really? someone before. Oh. So <laughs> that So then you would go. Yes, I did. Since you said you had yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. Next one. Next one, this is the one that's been in the news a lot. Uh I You are bakers. Oh, oh this one. Will I you walk make in, a I cake? walk into your shop all maybe I'm a little flamboyant. I walk into your shop, ask you to make me a cake for my wedding. Okay, I guess I. I mean, if you I, just say, "Hey, make me a cake for my wedding," I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't and make. I, I want you to make it for me and my husband, Richard. Okay, maybe not. Two groomsmen on the top. You can find many other cake places that probably would make you. And one. again, this is where I would have to say, no. Okay. In, Same. In a loving way. Okay. And. People might be like, "Well, what do you mean in a loving way?" You say no, you're the, yeah. That's we'll, we'll talk about that later. Come, we're gonna we're gonna circle he back. Said we're gonna come I'm, back to it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna come back. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> okay, last one. Are you ready? Yep. Because these are simple. Well, I shouldn't say these are simple, but they are. It's straight up yes or no. Yeah, straight up yes or no. Okay. With a pause, straight up yes. Okay, 
and we have to change the assumption a little bit here. Okay. Uh. okay? The assumption here's the assumption. We're friends. Uh-huh. You don't know I'm gay. Okay? You invite me over to your place for a little shindig. And I come and say, I'd like you to meet my boyfriend Richard when I come to your place. And the only other people at your place are maybe your church friends. Now, I guess the question is, are you a Christian or no? Let's assume no. And you invited me over. Let's assume for the— Would I let you in? Is that the question? Do you let me in and do you treat me courteous? You know, are you courteous? Or how do you react? I'm going to—Hey, Rich, nice to meet you. Come on in. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Let's change the scenario a little bit. I am Christian. We go to the same church. And this happens. I would, I would do the same thing, but you'd be getting a call from me a day or two later, or three. I oh. would, I wouldn't sit there and single you out in front of everybody and this guy, because there are proper ways to address things. There, I mean, even if it's you know a heterosexual relationship, there are proper ways to address things, and and it's well, not just, fair to just any situation. Yeah, in put somebody on the spot. So I definitely. You know, welcome you guys in. And now, granted, how everybody else would react. I mean, I'd probably be a little. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. I'm not because I don't know them. I know you. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you just know me. You know nobody else. Right. I would be a little surprised at first and be like, "Oh, this guy. We just talked about this like three weeks ago at church." (laughs) So, but I know I would. Okay. Welcome you in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then this all okay. So, and I and Josh or no, you got ahead of me. Not Josh. For once, you got ahead of me. Good job. Okay. Does accepting something like, let's say, the wedding thing, right, or attending that, does that necessarily mean you endorsing it? Are you asking him first? Are you just asking general? Okay. I'd say considering that weddings usually involve a bringing of a present. And acknowledging it's a gift. You're giving a gift to the newlywedded couple. That is a way of showing that you are for them. And- for them. Um, now, attending the wedding at the same time, too, does also show that you are there to have fun on someone's new life uh, experience that is going to go on for the rest of their life. Okay. Like I said before, I don't want to say no, but it is something I should say no on because... At that point in time, how my mind sees it is if you're ready to spend a life with somebody, it's ah, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's like you got thoughts going. Maybe you can help stir my thoughts up. Well, I, don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, I would have to respectfully say no because it goes against what I believe as a Christian. Um, but and I was. Just thinking, it's like, can you? I don't know. It would just, I would be worried of like the backlash you could get from the people. Like, really, you're not going to become because you don't believe in this. Like, do you even like me as a friend? Like, it could bring up all these, yeah, crazy, wild things. But then I guess my thought would be, I mean, you could. Well, I guess it comes down to still being able to respect each other as a person and still being able to have a just normal like love for one another and. You know, friendship kind of thing. Okay, so... Because it's like, I could invite them to church or some church event, and if they're like, well, no, I don't believe that or support some of the things, it's like, well, okay. Oh, and Okay, I, so let me... Let me. 
jump into the conversation a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Um, so in this scenario, we're assuming they're not Christian, they're getting married. Okay. You know, gay wedding, whatever. So by, if I'm reading right, if I'm reading the tea leaves right here. Tea leaves. I have never heard of that one before. Um, what I'm reading is that by going there, you're endorsing it. Mm -hmm. I think I know where he's going with it. No, no, no. I'm I'm just asking yes, no. I as a Christian going to a non-Christian gay wedding, just by being attending there, is that saying I endorse it? I think that is a way. I would say yes. Now, if you're gonna spin it, okay, I'm just gonna quick throw this in. If you're gonna spin it, (laughs) he's ready for you to turn it around. If you're gonna spin it and say, well, welcoming someone in your house who is a Christian, non-Christian. Uh, and acknowledges they have a boyfriend, is that endorsing it as well? There's, It's the response is how I'm seeing it. I can't go to a wedding and sit there and say, uh, you know, does anybody have to... I was going to say, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to do... <laughs> Speak do, now or I'm, forever hold your peace. I'm not going to do that. Um, and that's where it's easier to, you know, because if you come to my house and you say, hey, you know, this is my boyfriend, and I've never met him before. Right. That's where I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, I'm. I got. It's not like a wedding. It's like suddenly a wedding outside this room, and we we're a part of it. You know, that's kind of what that scenario is. Um, but that's that's it's a different spot because okay. you're still, I would say, a good amount of time to help bring to light um, at that stage, especially if you're a Christian. Um, now, if you're a non-Christian, I'm gonna still talk to you the way I talk to you. Okay, you know, or a Christian, you know, there's no difference the way I'm going to talk to you. So, so let me. Okay, so wedding. Okay. Okay. Now let me spin it a little bit, and no, I'm not going to spin it with the house thing. Okay. All right, spin it. Spin it this way. I give you invitations there to the address you know is the courthouse for a nice little civil ceremony instead of a big old wedding. What say you? So instead of having a big fancy wedding, just, all they need is two witnesses to it's a little be civ- there to, It's a yeah. little civil ceremony with the judge, you know, a government official, and I ask you to be one of the two. I mean, it would still be the same thing for me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, same thing for still, me. Okay. I, 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 like, it would have hurt to say no. It, yeah, it would. Because I would, you know, like people, but at the same time, where we stand and where we believe, you got to hold okay. firm. Well, no, uh, hold firm. That's fine. I ask all these questions, and in, in a minute, I'm going to give all my answers as well. So, oh, great, oh boy. So, uh, uh, anything else on the endorsement question? Nah, man, nah, no. Okay, so I guess here's where I give my answers to these questions. Then I wrote them down so I remembered them all. Okay. okay? So on the wedding thing, if it was a wedding, like. They were saying, we're going to hold this at a church, and it's going to be a quote-unquote religious wedding. I would have to respectfully decline. A, a religious wedding? Like, you know, like a pastor or something like that's going to marry them, not a, you know. So they're saying they're going to have a wedding. It's going to be at a church, and they're going to have pastor so-and-so marry them. So you're saying if they're doing it in the eyes of the Lord. Right. Then I will ah. have to respectfully decline. I didn't know there was another one. I said the other one. Well, that, civil ceremony. But I guess we didn't realize that you were saying in a church. Well, when I, when I think about wedding, uh-huh. that's going to be yeah that religious. That's why yeah. I said wedding because most people when they think wedding, they're thinking it's in a church. I guess, I've and never, that's why I said wow. wedding, civil, civil ceremony. 
Ah. Okay. Because then you have the civil ceremony where it's go- – so right. when I think of wedding, okay, in, in a church and that, and then typically they're going to find a denomination that agrees with same-sex marriages, right? Yeah. You know, that's where I have to respectfully decline. Doesn't mean I – I don't like I don't love them any less. However, this is maybe where I differ a little bit. Civil ceremony, I believe the government has the right to say in this land we will allow this and if they choose to get married in a civil ceremony type way, I would probably attempt. No, I guess on the flip side, what if it's a Christian and they uh, they say we're going to get married, but it's in a civil setting. If it is a Christian, mm-hmm. Not not getting wedded in a church. Yep, not not in a church. At that point, there's two things that cross my mind. Okay, one, it is not my job to change someone else's sexual orientation. Okay, that, I agree. Th- that's between them and God. Two, it's not my job to judge someone. I guess three things cross my mind. Three, it's my job to love. If it was a, a Christian, you're married in a church, gay wedding. Maybe you know. I would have to respectfully decline. If it was a civil ceremony, that's not so much now a thing between God, the church, and the people getting married. It's mm-hmm. now a government institution only at that point. Yeah. I would probably still go. And the reason is I believe in marriage. I believe in one man, one woman. Okay? And I, and I believe that should be done as the Bible says it should be done, as how it's stated. And for Christians be married, and that it is a commitment to one another in you know in front of family, friends, the church. You know, you're making that commitment in front of everyone. I also believe at the same time that for those who don't agree with that methodology, let's say that line of thinking, you know, who are gay and don't, you know, or whatever, and don't agree with that line of thinking. And at that point, that's not for me to force my beliefs on them. Okay. I have a relationship with them. You know, let's say, Josh, you were gay and getting married in a civil ceremony. I have a long-standing friendship with you. Mm-hmm. You're not wanting to go and get it done in the church because you guys don't want to be all flashing all that and try to be controversial. You just want to say, I want to have the same rights as you do married, but to my husband. And the government says that they are willing to support that. While I may morally disagree with that, that's not causing the death, the harm, the destruction of anyone. So while I morally disagree with it through a Christian worldview, government has the authority, and I'll say I would attend. Now, you've actually kind of changed my opinion a little. Um, I will say that. But what, to this person, civil ceremony, you, yep. you know, they got married. Now these people moved into a house. Now we're jumping to the, to the situation that we presented to Aaron before, you know, are you going to try to bring him to church? Yes, the, the the entire time. But what if he says, well, the Bible says I can't be married to a man, yet you attended my wedding and you acknowledged that you were okay with me marrying a man by attending, no, by attending my wedding, and now you're telling me I need to be divorced? How do you go about something like that? So I guess I guess it's just one it's, of those lines in my head where it's like... It, it, comes, want, it comes down to... Me going, does that endorse it? Yeah. And I'm not endorsing it. I am not endorsing that relationship necessarily. Instead, 
assume, again, we're saying it's you, right? Here, yeah. so it's you. Instead, I know this is something important to you. I want to maintain that relationship with you beyond that day. Uh-huh. So I choose to go. I choose to not necessarily endorse your marriage by attending. You know, just because I'm attending doesn't mean endorsement. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, you know what? You need support during this day. I'll go. And I see where you're coming from. Uh-huh. And it makes sense. And if it was a long-standing friend, I would probably say, sure, I'll go. But just so you know, through my beliefs... Well, I hope I, I hope I, you would know that that's where I stood. But now, yeah, yes, but at the same time, where I can see it being an issue is if you try to bring them into the church, and they go, "Well, you supported me on this day," and right. I and, and there is, yeah, I know you you're saying from a Christian view and from our side of view, we're not saying that we're endorsing it, but on the receiving end, could they be seeing it as support? And if they're seeing it as support, that could also again. It's not, tr- it's not my job to change their sexuality and their identity. No, no, it's not. The hope is that when they come to church, they start reading the Bible. It's something grabs them, whatever mm-hmm. that might be, a sermon, whatever. And, they, and that is then them. You know, it's not me saying, come to church, divorce your husband. It's me saying, come to church, find God, and let Jesus transform you. And then let that happen then because if done I, I this sounds horrible with saying it this way but if done right you know if he come they come to the church and they change their identity because they find god mm-hmm. all of a sudden hopefully the hope is their identity is no longer that they are gay but that their identity is in christ and now that their identity is in christ and they're trying to follow christ they might not see this Will there be emotional hurt through that process? Let's say they get divorced, or whatever. Probably. Oh yeah, there will yeah. be. They they are attached to that person. They have you know it's the same thing that like if a good friend dies, moves, and you can no longer communicate with them. There's going to be that pain there. No no one's minimizing that. It's going to be a difficult time because this thing that they sought all their identity in, this person that they loved. All of a sudden, is being is you can't have that relationship. Yeah, I I guess I agree with you, but at the same time, I can definitely see it being one of those. It's not perfect. It's not. It's it's not a situation that you can kind of perfectly plan out and perfectly predict because a not everybody is going to believe in what we believe in. That is just straight up, you know. Oh, I know. It's ah, it's one of those. But I do agree with the point where if. Um, if they say they're going to get married in a church, and if they're uh, Christian, non-Christian, because our allegiance is in the absolute truth of the Lord, um, I would have to decline in a church. Yes. But you have spurred the thought of saying yes to being outside of a church. Because, because it does not it, only show that me as a person, I might have differences. I'm willing to set my differences aside, but it also shows that— being a Christian, you also are willing to love someone before, you know, it says love the sinner, hate the sin. Well, and I so, also come on to it this way, because earlier conversations, one of you two brought this up off my head, I can't remember who, but it came up of what if they are an adulterer? What if they are 
watching a ton of porn. Okay. Let's change the scenario. You know, I sleep around and I'm, and I invite you to my wedding at the church. A lot of people would probably still go. I see Aaron shaking his head no. Aaron's in really deep thought, so I'm expecting a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking for me, like if I were to ask one of, if I were to have a civil, whatever the ceremony thing. Yeah, civil ceremony. And they're legally I, married, but they didn't get married in the church. I'd rather have you tell me no than go with. Really? Yes. Why? Huh? Why? Well, I guess going, it would save all the pain that you could go through later on after that you've already finalized everything. For me personally, I'd rather have had you say, no, I won't go do this. I mean, because if that stopped me from sealing the deal, then it could have never happened. If I still continued to go to church and eventually found God, I'd rather have that happen and then not have to go through all the other stuff you would have had to had you had someone there to make it official for you. But the other thing is, how many people would be able to find somebody else to go help them finish well, it anyway? Well, maybe they don't even want you to be there as a witness. Maybe they just want you to attend because you're a lifelong friend. And yeah, and that, I mean, that makes sense. But then I guess I would, if it were that important for me to have you go there, I would uh-huh. rather you just say, mm-mm. Okay. I'd be like, oh. I mean, hey, no, that's, that, fine. that would, that's fine. That would, I mean, obviously, I'm not in that moment, so I can't really like speak for it and be like, well, this, I know how I'd feel. Because there would definitely be some hurt emotions there. And yeah. St- it's, but I think in the long run, thinking of it, I would rather have that happen than you'd be like, yeah, I'll come do this for you. But then if this other stuff happens later on, then I'd be like, I wish that never happened. All right. Yeah. So that that's just for me personally. Okay. So let me answer the other ones real quick because uh, we're getting kind of long here on this one. Maybe we'll revisit at some point in the future. Right. This uh, was a lot different than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's good talk. It's good talk. Uh, STDs, yes. Uh, cake, yes, I would bake it. Oh, I would? <laughs> the cake? Yeah, because, okay. again, me making the cake isn't necessarily endorsement. I understand some people would not want to bake the cake. Right. But at the same time, me baking a cake does not say I support and endorse the wedding. I guess you're just uh, doing your job. Right. You're doing a job, yes. But I wouldn't be upset with the people that decline. No, I, I think that's fine. If you if mm-hmm. you if if your conviction is such that you need that you want to decline, then decline. Right. I'm just saying my conviction is such that I can do that. I mean, let's be honest. If I follow that conviction all the way through, I would not be able to work for ninety percent of the employers out there. Because do I agree with a hundred percent what my work is going towards? For a lot of these big companies. Oh, I guess I would have no idea. You know, again, I, I have to put the disclaimer out because I'm going to talk about my work here. My work, Advocate Aurora Healthcare, does not endorse anything right. that I say on this podcast. But if I live by that mantra where, you know, where I wouldn't bake the cake, okay? Then you shouldn't uh, do a lot of stuff that you currently do. With no, because those servers are then going to provide health care. For various things that I may or may not disagree with. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, <laughs> if I if I have to agree a hundred percent with what I am making, 
is right. used for, then yeah, I may as well start it. my own company or go work for very certain companies. I never thought about it that way. So that's that's why you know, I, as I said, I would be willing to. Now, in this case, the baker, they're kind of in that position where they own their company, so they can kind of say. But yes that's no. why I'm coming out and say, yeah, uh, I would make the cake. Uh, party, yeah, you can come in. But like Josh said, maybe we talk a little bit later on in private. <laughs> but I suppose, yeah. Okay. So like I said, yeah, this I wanted to just get through my answers real quick because we've gone a little bit longer than I was anticipating, which is good. Right. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Johnson, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I got nothing. Josh? Um, no, I got nothing, but, but definitely if you guys have any more questions about this topic or comments or comments, message us or if you um, disagree with us. Yeah. Disagree. That's fine too. Uh, we are definitely open. I am not on Facebook, but I definitely know that guys like to keep comments and stuff up there as long as they're appropriate for all eyes and, and ears for everybody to see <laughs> here. So we just ask for you guys to keep everything respectful. Um, and yes, will people get heated up in conversations? Oh, yes. But this is, this is a place where we can, you know, use our words and talk about things. And Club. we'd like to bring in some of the things that you guys, um, uh, have a difference of opinions on and we can kind of talk it out. And maybe, maybe there's something we didn't explain to while on and you guys would like more clarity on that. Definitely, um, uh, leave us, leave us that question or, uh, I have a feeling we'll be coming back just at some point. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, I like having conversations like this. It definitely allows me to see other people's, uh, sides of the, uh, spectrum. Yeah. So otherwise I, I got nothing else. All right. Um, as far as what I got is just to shill us again. Uh, <laughs> we're on YouTube, uh, Google oh, podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google play know. music, Google podcasts, I uh, just got us on Castbox, another platform. Uh, so we're kind of all over P- Patreon. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I set that up. Yeah. Uh, because if you're listening to this and you are planning on doing something with Patreon in the future, ever be yeah. aware that Patreon is making some changes soon. So if you create an account now and have it go live, even if you don't use it, do that because then you'll pay less in fees, way less. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous, actually, the new fee structure. <laughs> um, mm. So just if you're out there and you're thinking about that, do that. Um, we haven't launched anything with Patreon yet. That's going to take no. time and yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that being said, the podcast I was on last week, uh, last, last the week. Convoluted Podcast, that should be released. He said he's thinking the 29th, so about five days here. So as soon as he tells me that it's released, I'll put something out that it is released as well. Yay. (laughs) So it might actually be like the day after this goes live that that goes live. And then we'll be up at camp next week. So we're going to pre-record an episode for while we're up at camp. Yeah. Yeah. I got some fun things there. I got a nice little story there about Aaron destroying (sighs) the world. my gosh. This, oh man! This was a wonderful, fun dream that I had. Are we just going to talk about dreams in the next one? Well, we'll talk about Can that, we... and then we'll talk about some camp stories. Okay, because um, I'm in a dreamy mood. Well, you um, are dreamy, sir. <laughs> anyway, let's be real, though, Paul. He is dreamy. He's fabulous. 
that. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh. Josh, Way queen. to be stereotypical there, Josh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, queen. So leave us a review on iTunes because that really helps. And <laughs> Thanks to the one person that did give us a Yes, review. thank you. Thank you. Hey, you yes, hey, a review is a review. Review is a review, and we'll take some more if you if you care to. And yes. I was going to say, just like the person who left us a review on uh iTunes. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be putting that in the schedule because that is a good topic idea. Yeah. Um, so oh, if you guys yeah. have more topic ideas, we will pluck them from the reviews and the comments yes. and the emails and stuff. Uh, because we want we want to talk about things you guys want to listen Be to. You know, the machine. Yeah, there was yes. someone who commented on uh, YouTube recently. Uh, it was over the the first episode, the, the just the general episode. Oh, I. No, the second think, that second episode. Sorry. I don't think about looking at YouTube stuff. Well, I yeah, I know, I know. Uh, anyway, because uh, he commented about uh, the first Aaron's word of the week. Oh no! <laughs> and his comment what? was his comment was like, "None of you must play Final Fantasy." And I was like, "No, I do. I know where that's from, but it's obviously that uh, Mr. Johnson there doesn't." Because <laughs> what was nice. the first word? Oh, is the wait, don't no stop. Um. Uh, is that the demon? Yeah. Or genie? Um, a freak. Yeah. Ha! Nice. Yeah, boy. Yeah, because in because ah. fi- in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, one of the the summons is Ifrit, which can also Ifrit. be said a freak. Ifrit. <laughs> yeah, it's a Ooh. fire. It's like a fire demon. That's pretty sick. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, reviews really do help if they can be. If any of you want to leave us a review on iTunes. Other than that, um, I think we're going to call for this episode. Yep. And if you do have anything where you disagree with something we said, let us know. Be respectful. That's all we ask. But disagree. Feel free. That's the whole point. I think I kind of spurred Brewer's brain there a little bit at the end. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. By actually disagreeing with him a little bit. I don't think he was actually expecting that. Um. I I was kind of I was intrigued, but I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Okay. I was I was intrigued with your 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 response, and it was a you know it's a well well thought out, well structured response too. So all right, well, you know what, everyone else out there, have a good week. Yes. You guys, we'll have a good little break, and then we'll talk in a few minutes. We'll yeah. be back again. Right. Bye. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.